0: Right, g'day, ladies and gents. Welcome back to Life of Mine, the go-to mining podcast. maddie Michael here. Now, let's take a step back. Episode sixty-two. Back in the day, back in the day, we had Greg Layton on. Now, he's back for round two. Oh, bloody excited! Now, if you haven't listened to it and you don't know who Greg Layton is we which will essentially be no one, because it's fucking Greg Layton. Everyone knows Greg Light. Go have a listen now. If you don't know, which as I said, you do, you will. Greg runs Chief Maker, an executive coaching service for senior managers, C-suite folk, in any industry, and he hosts the Inner Chief podcast, where he interviews CEOs and MDs about what bloody makes them tick. So, if you hear the words transformation, leadership, stakeholders all the bloody time at work. Now, this episode is your cup of tea. Greg and I chew the fat at the start, but then there is the big unveiling of Greg Layton's Game Changer. Now, in a few weeks is the start, the commencement, the culmination, because the definition of culmination is the highest or climatic point of something, and fuck me, this is climatic. The chief maker... Mini MBA. That's right. It's a new bloody frontier. Let me guess. Your company. It's too bloody broke or just too fucking stingy to pay for your MBA and you don't have a spare 50 grand sitting in your account to buy your own MBA. Well, haven't we got something for you. The chief maker. Mini MBA is two grand US dollars. Now. I'll put the US dollars in there because I don't want you sucking because when it goes and converts to Ollie's, Aussie dollars. So, full disclosure, life of mine. Honest salesman, that has to count for something. Now, the Chief Maker Mini MBA, it's all virtual. I think virtual is even better than online. Virtual, what a good bloody word. And a lot of the content comes from the transformation work Greg did with another previous guest, Graeme Crew, over in Africa. So, mining folk, this is right up your alley. So, who should have a look at this? Well, the way Greg puts it, if you're one or two positions off reporting to the GM, if you're looking after a decent-sized team, this is up your bloody alley. The mini MBA is for you. It's a 12-week course. You'll be working alongside people from pretty much every fucking industry in Australian business. You could you could probably get share tips off your classmates from the finance industry. Bloody win-win. It's unreal and it starts in 3 weeks, June 2021. Now, if you want a discount off something that's already cheap as fuck, go to www.chiefmaker.com. Forward slash life of mine. That's right. Sign up through that affiliate link and you'll get 10% off. Make sure you type in life of mine in any coupon boxes you see. Just type fucking life of mine in every field, whatever. Life of mine code applies to everything on the Chief Maker website. Discounts just bloody flying everywhere. Unreal. So, sit back, have a listen to Greg and I sell the dream about the mini NBA. Also, you'll be interested to hear about the life of mine university possibly coming in a later life, Lothman life University, you don't even have to, have to pass the exams and you still get a degree, that's the bloody theory. Anyway, jeez, oh, I'm pumped up. Righto, oh, let's get into it. Second of what i Copy, shift box. I got a radio check. Yeah, radio's working fine. Yeah, copy on Postel. Yeah, copy, mate. Yeah, you in a bit bag. Yeah, stitch her up, babe, thanks, mate. Yeah, righto, copy
1: that.
0: Here we go, sixty two. Oh you were just that's right, you were just after crew because um yeah, crew crew-y. was sixty yeah, yeah. and you were yep. uh introduced on behalf of the crew at uh yeah. number sixty two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Very good. Here right go. on, Mr. Greg Layton. my uh Bloody, still my podcast mentor. Uh, we're doing this. Is we're doing. We've got. we we're got a double. We're, we're selling some shit today, and we're doing a podcast technique cr- critique on my end. So we're uh, serving a dual purpose today, Copper.
1: <laughs> right, I'm on you, mate. You better ask some good questions.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, well, look, I think last time I actually sent questions, um, that ain't happening anymore. That's what I learned. Jeez, mate, it's, it you asked me, ask me to time, send the yeah, questions to theory. you,
1: and I'm, I'm like, what am I sending you the questions to you for?
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, you could even ask yourself. I don't even have to. I'll just hit record and see <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> right. Beautiful. Mate, you've survived the bloody, the dreaded sea, the COVID. Oh, no, mate. Rough year, eh? Rough year.
1: Rough year. Yeah. Anyone, I think, in coaching and consulting who probably wasn't in the big houses, Man, we got wiped. Yeah, it was hard year.
0: I suppose you couldn't find any like you are the definition of unessential, aren't you?
1: <laughs> 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 so many people would say that about me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, not you personally. Uh, yeah, but,
1: uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> oh, um,
0: I'm glad you. I'm glad you survived, mate. Uh, yeah, Me you, too. I mean, when's the last you time know. you went overseas? Uh,
1: that's a very good question. Um, uh october 2019. there you go you got yeah. the itch yeah yeah Man, we're, we're heading up to it'll be it'll definitely be more than two years since uh i've traveled uh internationally for work so no at all mm.
0: <laughs> very good so mm. i gather in that this year or i guess you you wouldn't call it a, maybe a forced hiatus the bloody, the wheels would have been still in motion in the inner chief world or the yeah. inner, the, the chief maker world. What did you get up to?
1: Well, it was it an was interesting year, mate. Like, I think like everyone, when when it first happened, uh, the first lockdown, because uh, I was in Melbourne for for, for the whole year. Um, when, when lockdown happened at the beginning, we were like, oh, well, this will be okay. We'll have a bit of a down period for a piece and then everything will come back. So, to be honest, we took the first month or so pretty easy um, and, and didn't really do too much. Um, we opened up the doors to the academy for free and gave away like a ton of free um, free memberships to, because we knew a lot of people would actually probably lose their jobs. So we said, oh, well, let's just give away some free shit and let people go and have some fun. And um, that, that was like good fun to try and do a bit of that for a while. But then as like we knew the second uh, wave came through and we knew that Melbourne was going into a really long period of lockdown, um, I think the 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 feel and dynamic changed enormously. It went from one that was well, we we'll, you know, we'll get through this too. Jeez, this is going to be a really, really long and hard year. Um, so while we um, like I was saying saying to you earlier on, we we just got wiped from the revenue front for about seven or eight months, between six and eight months. So what what we really did was um, we did a couple of things. We we had been doing this thing called the Council of Chiefs, which was uh, these long dinner, long dinners with um, CEOs, and we turned them into these Zoom calls. And every month, we would have about between twelve and sort of fifteen CEOs get on about three different phone calls uh, and just go through their biggest challenges right at that moment. Um, and that was really, like, it was a really insightful set of calls because it meant about four and a half hours uh, of over about three phone calls. I was listening to the the biggest troubles of of the companies in Australia. Um, So what that gave me was a a really deep understanding of what people are really battling with. And we're still doing it now. I can see what the challenge is now as we come out of COVID in Australia. Um, And there's all these really hard tension points about what's new about working in this hybrid working model and all that. So the, the Council of Chiefs was a great a great um, thing that we did. And the the one of the benefits has been, though, is that now people are much more happy coaching remotely and, vi- and virtually. And so now we're doing nearly probably 80% of our work virtually and it's working probably better than ever.
0: What's, well, give us an idea of the landscape before COVID. How in terms of – I know you said you did shitloads of Zoom meetings all the time. Yes. but But how, yeah. how much were you doing over – Not like essentially not face to face.
1: I would say we would do, I reckon it was more like 20% via Zoom and 80% face to face, and now it's the other way around. Really? Yep.
0: And what and how'd it go? Did it was there a bit of, I guess, teething or were people finding it hard to? Was it did you find it hard to get engaged with the people or was it a pretty easy transition? What's how'd you
1: go? To be honest, I think it was actually pretty easy. Uh, Because it maybe wherever the teething was, it wasn't with me. It was with all their other calls they were doing. Once they sort of got their head in the game, like as an example, I had a client who was based in Sydney and she would insist that we do our one-to-one coaching face-to-face. So once a month she flew me to Sydney for about a one-hour, 90-minute coaching session and then fly me home. And now that's – like if you think about that now, he's like, that's crazy. Like what – well, why would we do that? It's such a waste of time and money and energy and everything. And now, like, we've moved to uh, virtual and we'd never even consider doing that anymore. So I think what it did was make us ask a lot of questions or or make us question our assumptions about why we were doing certain or so much travel and the need for so much face-to-face.
0: But well, technology
1: improved it, hugely as well, so that, that makes a difference.
0: Well, and everyone just didn't see it as a, a feasible – oh, it's, it's like they didn't think of it – it was an option. It's like everyone yeah. thinks you have to have a face-to-face meeting; yes. otherwise, it doesn't work. Yeah. And uh, so, mm. I, it, look, I'm a glass-half-full type of character, Greg. So mm. I'll, I'm thinking COVID's been good in that sort of sense.
1: Mate, I think it's been for us. It's been fantastic. I mean, uh, like we've now moved um, to Queensland, semi-regionally. We're in the Sunshine Coast, and it hasn't affected our business at all. Like our business is back to pre-COVID levels and starting to really roll back to life, and uh, and and we've done all of that remotely. I've only done one business
0: trip this year. What now? Now, let's go back to the start. Sure. We need to, uh, for people that haven't listened to episode 62, which would be a good prelude, do you? Like, go back and listen to the... Was it bloody, oh, getting you and crewy mixed up. Yeah, 62. So let's give, before we start selling heaps of shit, which we're going to do and people will buy, like this is, tell you what, what we're going to drop later in the episode is, mate, oh look, because I'm i getting emails all the time, people trying to come on and sell shit and like 95% people get a good, like, like a polite fuck off. But I only take the top five percent, and this is what I've brought in today. So I'm just giving everyone a bit of a bit of context behind the quality of what we're going to be selling. But hey, Gregor, give let's give everyone the spiel. What does Greg Layton do?
1: Well, my core role is uh, I'm an executive coach, and I help senior leaders lead transformation. So mainly, C-suiteers um, in a one-to-one, or I take away executive teams. Um, but what we have built over the years is is a product now for sort of the middle layers of an organisation. That's what we'll talk about later. But So my role is that. I help executives lead turnarounds, mate, and I've been doing it for over 10 years now uh, on five continents. I've worked a bit in elite sport. Um, yeah, that's that's probably the core of it, right?
0: Well, you would just say – and like. Great, Graeme Crew would have to be your um. Oh, he's like your poster boy, isn't he? The <laughs> mi- he's the mine. He is the mining poster boy. Yeah, chief uh, uh, operating officer at Golden Star Resources. Plenty. Of- everyone knows them Mister Crew. I'm
1: going to chat to him. I'm actually chatting to him later this afternoon. I might tell him that um, you've got a uh, got him up on a poster in your in your
0: at home. It's he's up there. <laughs> we well, should um, get
1: a poster of him. And um, if and put it out. if I
0: yeah. if I ever need um. Ever having a rough day? I just—I uh, got yeah. one. Greg Layton and Graeme Crew <laughs> side by side. Just look at the wall, and oh. I'll just—I walk out inspired, mate. Oh, fuck <laughs> off! We've yeah you both serve it's an like individual purpose. <laughs> oh, mate, we're bloody selling ice to Eskimos today, brother. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, when did you? I guess when did you transition into this? When you said usually working just with the, you know, your top level CEOs, mm. like your top level. When did you sort of transition into the middle management or however you worded sure. it, into yeah. that side of the market?
1: Well, the, the reason is this, mate. So if we go talk about um, crewy and people might know people like Brad Gordon um, or Michelle Ash or a whole range of these guys, like the great Peter Spora who, who recently passed away, that these... These, we're all, they're all legends of mining in Africa, all of them, you know, and they've all did such a brilliant job turning around African barrett Gold, which what became Acacia Mining. And that's where I learned my trade over there was being the guy sort of behind, um, in the back behind all that executive team. They did all the hard lifting, but I was trying to work out in my mind how to support them and support their people through this process. One of the things I noticed with them and then working with back here groups like Target and a whole range of other companies I've worked with is you get the exec team, they know where they're going and they know they've got to lead a massive transformation or just at least improve a mindset in one way or another. they faced with this real challenge, they know what needs to happen, but when the the strategy turns to tactics in the middle of an organization, that's where so much of the momentum gets lost. And there's a very, very valid reason for it. It's not because the strategy and the tactics are wrong. It's because all the tactical people have come out of technical roles and are just overwhelmed with work. They just can't find the time and the headspace or they don't have the influencing skills for the people that they call their peers or they don't have the coaching skills for the people that report to them. So the reason I, I believe, and I believe this every ounce of my body, that so much transformation fails is because we have not done a great job of developing middle managers into change agents. And so that's why I started the Chief Maker and Chief Maker Academy is to help us get a scalable product to help train all those people so they can do that job without so much freaking stress and actually make transformations work. So that's why we did it, right? I saw the heartbreak. Um, and the stress, and the anxiety, and the lack of results through so many of those leaders over there in the middle layers, and then I saw the frustration from the exec team that the transformation wasn't happening fast enough, and so I said, "Well, I think we know what we need to do here. We've got to get a better solution to train these guys."
0: Yeah, I mean, was there anyone else out there doing it? Or like, is this sort of I don't know, uh,
1: I'm sure of not know. I'm sure we're not a pioneering exercise, mate. I, to be honest, I don't know the depth and breadth of the industry. Um, certainly as well as you or they do. Um, I just looked at it when I couldn't see anyone around that was doing um, this kind of work. There, there's some great guys that they're doing, you know, some leadership programs and that. And was another guy of there work with John Don Ash. He did a great job teaching so much of that that leadership as well. But there's more to it, right? Um, there's the tactics of everyday business. How do you get the right tactics in place? How do you build an operating rhythm for your team? How do you transform the culture? So there's so many pieces to this pie and. I think what we're getting better at now is understanding how do you teach that in more of a hybrid model, and I don't hybrid by I mean um, some face to face, some virtual, some on your own sort of self paced tutorials. Back in the day, there was no such thing as hybrid learning, mate. Just didn't exist. If you wanted to go and learn something, you had to go and sit in a classroom, and I don't know many mining guys that like sitting in classrooms anyway. Right, so I just I think there was some real challenges around this that were that are probably fairly understandable. Um, so I don't know the answer if there was no one else doing it, but I thought oh, I can see the need and I can see what needs to be taught. So we built the frameworks, the models, and the learning modules to teach it.
0: So, what well, I guess paint paint the landscape for us. So you're saying that originally you got you know middle management getting promoted to the you know first entering the C-suite, and then yep. uh, the the senior execs saying, right, we need to lead a bloody transformation. You need to turn this company into from A to B, yeah, and yep. they're like. Essentially, bloody yep. sink or swim, yep. sorted out, or you can fuck off. Mate, that was that, and it, yeah, People mate, are just it, over, overwhelmed and under qualified for the task, I gather.
1: Exactly, mate. That's it. Executive teams say, right, in this business, we've got to cut twenty five percent costs. We've got to get our labour force down by this much. We've got to improve productivity by this. We've got to get our <coughs> sorry, our maintenance, um, like our OEE, to a better level. And leaders are like far out. How do we make all that happen? And that's a valid, like a really valid kind of challenging question. If we haven't taught them through the process of saying, okay, if this is the target, how do we break that down into really clear projects with owners? Um, how do we coach those people through those things? Because you might they, the people that report to them might just be operators. You know, they might not be guys that know how to lead change. So there's a real art and a science to it. And I think it's very understandable. A lot of people have battled with it over the years. And mining isn't uh, alone, that's for sure. Like, I every, every sector is the same here. Because
0: how much are you, are you doing much with mining
1: at the moment? Um, I'm still working with uh, crewy. Well, he's in London. But I'm still working with crewy. That's the only um, gig we're doing with him at the moment.
0: I reckon there'd be a, fuck. There'd be a shitload of work there at that because mining's just going off its tits isn't at the moment. it, yeah. it, it is mm. just unbelievable and everyone talks about a skill shortage in like every single level it's not there's no skill shortage there's just too much work the skills there's just too much work for Mm. how many people exist um that's in our bloody like in the underground side for actual labor but i assume i assume it'd be exactly the same there'd be that many young people that have uh propelled themselves into the corporate arena um with you know 10 or 15 years experience uh, yeah. they would be facing the same sort of thing they the are the same and sort of thing you're talking about
1: we're, we're in a very interesting period economically right now where in Australia the economy is roared, roared back to life it's incredible like debt is free you know we've got this huge infrastructure projects so The mining boom is on um, so the tech technology companies are absolutely going through the roof but our uh, immigration is the lowest it's been since 1954. Our population growth is the same. Um, Like we've got these real headwinds which are actually costing us. So while the economy is booming, everything is going in a wonderful space, we've got no new people to come in and fill those roles. There's no skilled labour coming in. Right, so as a result, every sector and industry in Australia, or just about every sector and industry, is going to face a labour shortage right at the point where they're trying to scale up and grow. So there's going to be a battle for people. That's the other thing. There's going to be a real battle for people. And your bet mining's already seeing it already, people poaching each other all over the place on that. Oh, it's
0: bloody, uh, <laughs> everyone's just jumping ship for an extra five bucks an hour. Like, yeah, exactly, be, mate. Yeah. And, and like, because t- we're, t- every we're oh, and it is that yeah. competitive, like we as employees, like, and it just shows how much the, the cost, because I think it's about 10 grand to bring on a new employee once you put them through inductions and mm. bloody, like, just, you know, like, it's unbelievable. And what like, we get referral bonuses just to, if we bring people to the business, like it's just that's how sure. competitive it is. You make, yep. you, you could nearly make a full year's wage out of referral bonuses if you get enough people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if anyone's listening, send your CV to Matt at Life of Mind podcast. <laughs> if you want a job underground, I'll sort you out. Yeah. By the way, oh, yeah. mate, well, that's the first thing we're selling. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> and you're not getting a- my cut either. <laughs> <laughs> what, um, now, what, Give us a bloody overview of what industries you're working with at the moment. How, how broad are we talking with uh, uh, the the bloody Greg Layton masterpiece yes. offered to the world?
1: <laughs> well, right right now we're doing some work with some engineering companies in Brisbane. I'm working um, quite a lot in retail. Uh, I have spent a lot of time in retail the last few years with some of the West Farmers uh, groups, uh, the Reject Shop and some other brands. So that's been a really interesting and very different um Uh, industry to spend I spent about four or five years working in that sector now and that's that's been um that's been really really interesting and we're starting to do some work in the fintech space which I had once again it's a new industry for me but the lessons that come it's it's amazing how the lessons from mining could work in places like fintech or target it's actually no different because the way a high performance team works like the the frameworks is there's they're consistent everywhere you go right Um, So, yeah, we're we're hitting hitting all sorts of different um, sectors at the moment, mate. Like, it's just really, really interesting. Um, So, even groups like we've been doing work with um, SAP, um, which has been an interesting journey over the years because they've just, they've boomed for a long time and now they're just going through, they're still going well, but what's happening with SAP is that they're really battling people, getting people back in the office, um, which is just fascinating, right, along with many other companies. But, yeah, so that's where we're at, mate. Well, a whole range of different companies. You haven't
0: broken into the crypto market yet. Jeez, be <laughs> into, get on the crypto train.
1: <laughs> Wouldn't that be an interesting wor- wor- world to work in? I don't oh, know it'd much about crypto. Units. be interesting.
0: Oh, neither, no one, I don't know, I haven't met a single person that knows actually, everyone, the only thing people know about crypto is it's all going up, apparently, mm. that's what the Uber
1: driver told me the other day. Well mate, I was going to ask you, because apparently you can do mining in crypto, don't you mine for crypto?
0: Oh, maybe I'll tonight. Or oh, uh, maybe I'll give up on the rocks and go wait, on bitcoins. It's, 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 it's,
1: it's a crazy metaphor for for coders solving problems. They call it mining for crypto. Data, yeah, god, unbelievable.
0: Yeah. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> bloody, We won't get into um. Yeah, you know, I don't want to get. Yeah, it's not going crypto path, to Buy mate. crypto or oh, bloody yeah. No, there we're, we're not. Go.
1: We're not selling that.
0: No, no, no. But we are selling now. How let's? How common is the phrase? When, you know, someone gets promoted from, as you said, tech services level or middle yep. management into the, you know, starting to get into the big scene and they are hearing all these words, transformation, leadership, yada, 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 and
1: they're like, oh, fuck, I better do an MBA. Well, mate, that's how often. It's, it's almost it's almost everyone, isn't it? As, as, do you reckon the... Whether or not they do it or not, but they're probably starting to think they need to do it to go at least one more level.
0: Has it lost... Is it still held as a, I guess, a, a prestigious or not a prestigious or a favourable degree like for employment? Do you, like what, what's, yeah, what's the gauge yeah, in, think, that in all the areas? You
1: no, know, I think definitely an MBA, but I think from the right school is critical and secondarily, um, I think... So, if you do an MBA too early, it loses all its value because an MBA is about senior leadership roles, Right. Um, so, if, I've, I've met a lot of people who did a business degree then they did the MBA. They were 23 and they're out the door. They haven't done any work yet. Like, that's crazy. Um, but what, what I have seen in this is in discussions with... Um, so, we, we had a CEO on the show, on my show years ago, a guy called Jonathan Ling, and he was the CEO of about seven different companies over about 20 years.
0: Your show, The Inner Chief Podcast. Yeah. Download, subscribe, everyone, please. Yeah, right, yeah, um, show.
1: Yeah, Jonathan said to me on, on his podcast, I said, what 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 do you think about MBAs? And he said, I think one third of people get their money's worth. One third of people, it's break even though not really anything happens. And one third of people go backwards in doing one. And I said, why on earth would they go backwards? And he goes, because they come out thinking that they're due a promotion or they should be getting something or they've just done the academics and they have no idea how to apply in the real world. And that, that was very interesting to me. This is a guy who would have seen a lot of MBA graduates. Um, so I think there's some, there are, there's real, there is benefit in them. You've got to bring the right mindset and you have to find a good business school. Like I, I would not spend, like I think 40K would be a minimum. Do an executive MBA when you're ready for it in a, re, in a fairly senior role. Um, If you can afford to get your company to pay for a bigger one, go for one of the big ones because they will pay off in spades. But they're hard to get into um, and they're probably more like 70k plus.
0: So are you saying that if you spend, I'm just like hypothetically, if you spend $50,000 on an MBA and then decide to just pursue a career as a jump operator in an underground mine, it probably wasn't the best idea?
1: Yes, mate. Did you do that?
0: <laughs> i got my, I got 50 grand sitting on me fucking wall up there doing nothing.
1: <laughs> oh, right. But, mate, you turn turned it into a podcast.
0: <laughs> Jeez, it's a good yarn, bud.
1: It's a yeah, bloody well, good
0: yarn. Oh, mate, actually, how, mate, it's on my the website.
1: You tell me this. It, it, right, you were in those lessons and you're sitting here going, listening to them talk about financial statements or marketing or something. How many of those were you thinking, this? Will, this will really help me get off the jumbo?
0: No, well, that, but that's the worst thing. I was actually, um, I, cause I start, I did mine first. I did the first half when I was, um, working as an engineer. So I was in the, you oh, know, in the opera, right. okay. office capacity and everything. And then I've had this, um, just realized I'm like, fuck, I don't even enjoy doing this. So I've, I've, I've left engineering with half an MBA and gone and bloody 20, uh 25 grand in because obviously yep. the company i was working for said mm. well you don't work for us anymore so you got to pay back what we <laughs> what we uh-huh. paid you i'm like oh i was hoping you didn't um realize this but yeah. you have and so i've um i've finished it off while i was on the jumbo and i'm like mm. well this is fucking pointless had a yeah. good time yeah. Had a bloody i rocked up buddy um funny story so we're the because la- I did mine all online through Curtin sure. Graduate School of Business. Yeah. So I've rocked up for the final. We had the last the capstone. I think they called it. Mm. Course subject was the face to face one, in Perth, and I rocked up. I've rocked up off night shift, bloody. <laughs> I think I was in my mine and tracksuit pants after six beers deep off the plane, and uh, rolled in, and they're like, oh, what do you do?" This um, this one bloody lady that was there i'm like oh jump operator and they're like what is that i said oh underground mine one of the machines they're like so you're a laborer i'm like yes yes that's the best that's the best way to explain it actually i'm like oh geez and and, and i ended up taking that sheila out on a date i was bloody <laughs> single so i must have won her over with my blue collar tinge so <laughs> so yeah there's my but but i did say on the website i i this isn't verified by any tertiary institutions, but I reckon I'm the only jump operator in the world with an MBA. So that's my claim to fame.
1: You, you'd have to be close. You'd have to be I'd close. To, I'm, not, I'm not sure. If I'm anyone there. is out mm. there,
0: please let me know. Yeah. Um, uh, otherwise, I'm going. to Otherwise, you're going into Guinness in
1: Guinness Book of World Records. Oh
0: God, you got <laughs> you got a bloody claim something. I reckon. <laughs> so yeah, fifty grand. Look, I did get tax deductions for it <clears> um, <throat> because it was tax deductible. Because it's but. Um, other than that,
1: like yeah. So the, the so point is made there, right? I mean, it, you would have spent a lot of time in those in those sessions thinking, "How do I apply this in my current role?" And if you can't, then you're going to lose the value of the lessons.
0: But is it what, what's the what's the go with people that are they? Are they seen as fa- are they still seen as favourable on a CV check So if you got yep. if, if you got you got three you got yep. three people going for a corporate job, one of them's got an MBA. Can you nearly guarantee the MBA is going to
1: get the job? I, I don't think it plays like that. No, I, I think it's a it would tick a box for for some people. But if you present terribly in the meeting, if it's if it's even, if everyone presents the same, has the same track record, then maybe yeah, the the MBA might get them over the line. But I would say, hands down, the thing that that will rocket anyone's career better than any other is still a track record.
0: Because I think they'd probably get a bit too focused on the... This is what I found. I reckon I was too focused on getting the title rather than actually absorbing the content.
1: And I think that happens a lot of the time, right? Because because if it's not applying to your current role... Right, how do you how do you then turn it into a track record and actually get the, the learnings into your into your bones? You know what I mean. Like an MBA shouldn't just be for to get you over the line. If, you, if you're banking on it getting you promoted, then you're going to be stuffed. An MBA should teach you how to do the job you're currently doing, so you can build a track record, bring people on the journey, and then get promoted so that you get to the next level job, and you can do just as good a job in that as well. So, it's got to prepare you to actually nail work. And if it doesn't do that, then it's a waste.
0: So, how many people, you reckon, actually get knocked back by their company? Because like, like not, not every company would be just willing to say, yep, no dramas, we'll feed you $50,000 and pay for your MBA. Piece of
1: cake. Yeah, not many would do that, mate. Yeah. yeah. Only, if, yeah. only if they're really seeing you as a, as a future long-term senior executive.
0: And so, okay, so you scratch that out of the equation. Then an individual says, "Well, I can bloody, uh, I can cover this myself. Four year, yep. four year MBA or two mm. year MBA, yep. fifty grand cash. Uh, look, you get some tax deductions, but they come later. That's right. Uh, yep. There's a bloody hurdle. And no one's got fifty grand hanging out unless you and got the time, card.
1: Mate. like how much it'd take you a lot of time to do this one?"
0: Well, what did I do? Because I did did two subjects a semester, so it was two years. But she was bloody, she's time-consuming, a lot of Mm. of bloody writing. Mm. Um, And, uh, look, I I, I had it sussed. I, like, figured out how much I could do just to get a good 52 Mm. or 53%. uh, (laughs) So she's, uh, there wasn't any first or second class honours on mine. Right. What other options have we got in the world, Greg? And uh, look, uh, look, I could feel it. I could feel it. We're, we're getting to the point of why we've got you. Really got you on here today, mate.
1: <laughs> well, let's talk. Let's talk mini
0: nba mate. Mini nba mm. Jesus Christ, that sounds cool.
1: Right, so mate. It is, you, it you, it is the yeah, coolest shit you you've ever you, seen in your life.
0: You wouldn't have one of them floating around, would you? By any chance?
1: <laughs> Just by. Just, just so happens, mate. We we've got one coming up in about um, in a few weeks' time, and they'll be they'll keep going into the future as well.
0: You're bloody joking! <sighs> what a coincidence!
1: Incredible, incredible.
0: And see, but that's the thing, like, because as we said, we've done no preparation, no questions. But look, we've landed on this M- mini mba topic, so we might as well explore it. Sure. Uh, yeah. Look, hey, great. No point in me talking, mate. Give it. Act like you're one of those. Uh, what is it? Remember, was it Demtel? But wait, there's more. <laughs> wait, there's more. <laughs> wait, there's wait, more. There more. There we're not selling knives. We're selling mini MBAs today. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, look, mate. Um, I, in my mind, this is the piece that says, well, if you can't find the time, the money, the energy, uh, to do a full MBA, or you're not senior enough yet, like that is means GM level in mining terms, um, then this is the other this is the other option for you. Right, and what we do over 12 weeks is we teach all the stuff that lets you lead a team to make change happen. So we look at um, environmental analysis. That's what's going on for the company you work for and the team you work for. We look at analyzing the people that work in your team, how to actually use some science to determine if they're good at their job or not. So forming the right team, getting the right person in the right role, Then we look at vision, mission, values, strategy, tactical plans, projects, uh, operating rhythm, stakeholders. Um, And so what we build is over 12 weeks is a really robust, if you want, a high-performance teams playbook. So this is a mini-MBA in leading high-performance teams. It's, It's practical. It's real world. What we build is how to fix your current team in your current environment. It's not... It's not some. Oh, if you had, if you had to write a strategy plan, um, as an example, pretend to write one. This isn't pretend. This is you bring your business, your current team. We work on it as a team. As a team, I'm at a cohort of people who are going through this with you. And what what we do, the way it actually structurally works, is um, over twelve weeks, um, everybody does um, two or three tutorials, which are just self-paced uh, videos, which go for about ten to fifteen minutes do some templates and then once a week we get on a call for about an hour uh, and that's everyone who's on the program will get on that call for about an hour. It's a Q&A session and we build the stuff out over time. There's a private MS Teams group um, so we can do Q&A and the whole idea is we build out that um, playbook for individuals so they get better at their job, they manage stakeholders, improve performance of individuals and build that track record. Um, so that's that's the mini MBA mate and um, yeah it's often running in a couple of weeks so people should Gosh. get on board and so it. like
0: yeah have you taken the title of your essentially head lecturer vice chancellor the whole bloody thing <laughs> yeah it's it, the yeah. head of many uh the hey, man's I, like the you're like eddie murphy in the oh. in the tertiary seat
1: <laughs> but I, I very much like that term vice chancellor um oh, it, yeah. it sounds a bit sounds a bit um well, i don't know what the hell that is but I'll, I'll take it um yeah well mate so what yeah
0: How, how we look so 12 weeks all online, uh, it's all virtual.
1: So there's virtual. self-paced tutorials you do at your own space, but then we do Zoom or MS Teams calls. So they're they're live uh, video calls. We don't do any – there's no face to face, right? Um, and that that's a that's the the difference. And that's mate, it's only it's only two grand, right? So compare that. Would you pay fifty? So, oh mate, it's, mate, I was about to say. I'm thinking, yeah. well,
0: if, if a it's
1: 25 university twenty five
0: on, yeah. Well, I was thinking maybe twenty. I was thinking yeah. maybe fifteen, but two.
1: Two, to you'd be mad not to, mate. Mad not to, right? Fuck, mate. Um, and that, that, people say, well, well why is it cheap? It's because a lot of the content I've already developed for you. It's on there. You go and do that, and then we meet once a week and we go through it and we learn off each other. Um, it's going to be killer, right? And I'm, I'm going to have my eyes on it. I'm going to have eyes on every person in this every like, every single week. So Big really brother. Greg,
0: Greg is always watching.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. How good is that? Yeah. Now, it's a killer deal, oh.
0: Look, is there any look, everyone fucking hates exams. There's no exams, is there? Is there
1: exams? There is one, mate, but oh, only looks- but only if you need it for continuous professional development. So if you, you don't mean, have to do look c- you
0: don't fail it if you if you fail no, no. that exam,
1: you don't not yeah. get the mini MBA. For rock. example, if you're a CPA or a lawyer, you need to do C P D and if I give you an exam, it makes those C P D hours more applicable. If you're in mining in your underground, you don't need to do C P D, doesn't matter. So you don't have to do so- it.
0: So you're saying you can fail the exam and still get a M- mini-MBA? Yeah,
1: mate. Well, you know what? Mate, that, uh, that uh, is unreal. I'll look you in the eye and just double-check you know what the hell you're talking about.
0: <laughs> oh, mate. You you're yeah, like you, this. You, is, battle, you need to then... start... I think you need to bloody, like, branch out and start an actual full university. <laughs> that Mate, imagine the people, like, look uh, that mate, know that they can fail and get a degree at the same mate, time. Mate, that's
1: what you should do.
0: Oh, mate. Re- <laughs> mate. Life of mine oh, university. God. There it is. Oh, there you go. Your
1: first program can be the life of my mini MBA, mate. I'll run it for you. Oh, mate,
0: wouldn't that be? You can be like a guest
1: speaker. Turn up, turn up in your trackies and do guest speaker gigs.
0: There you go. No dress code. Jeez, I'd have to get some insurance. There'd be some. Uh, there'd be some questionable social events going on at the bloody life of mine uni. Yeah, bring back the old school colleges. Oh,
1: and you get to be vice chancellor, right? There you go.
0: Awesome. Oh, mate, what is it? What do they call it? Judge, ju- jury, executioner. <laughs> yeah, that's the <laughs> mate. Well, this sounds fantastic. Are, mm. we, are we now two thousand US? Yeah, two thousand US. 000.
1: Sorry, it's two thousand US. Yep, two thousand US. US. But your guys get a discount, right? Because I told you I'd give you a discount code. So if they type in, um, so the website to go to is chiefmaker.com mini MBA. Um, and if they type in life of mine, they'll get a 10% discount, 10% discount which brings us oh. back to nearly nearly Aussie numbers. Not quite, but nearly Aussie numbers.
0: That's bloody. And so, oh, look, I've got it here uh, www.chiefmaker.com forward slash life of mine. So that's a. Yeah, sorry, life of mine. Yeah, yeah, go to life yeah. of mine.
1: That'll take you directly to the right page. Yes, yes. Yeah,
0: chiefmaker.com forward slash life, life of, mine. So of mine. That's where you can sign up, get gone. It's that's just it. bloody click of a button away.
1: Yep, that's the puppy, right? Get in there, oh. do it. We'll see you in there. Bring your A game. And um, yeah, so it's, it's going to have a nice mix. It's going to be a good cohort. We'll have some retail people in there, some engineers from different from different sectors. Um, well, I think we're going to have some, some, some designers, some interior designers. So it's going to be a very interesting cohort of people. So people um, will learn some good stuff.
0: But what a bloody good way to grow your mm, network! Exactly, broad yep. network. Now, so mm. if let's talk mining, yep. Uh, r- rattle off, I guess, job roles, titles that you think within the mining industry would get some great benefit out of the Greg Layton Mini MBA. Yeah, sure. Chief Mini MBA. What sort of levels are we looking at?
1: Right. So I think if you're reporting to the GM, right. So I'm not quite sure what that's called in different places, but I remember- Morris, a- Underground
0: <laughs> manager, yeah. Yeah, if you're, yeah. T- if,
1: you're, if you're leading underground, so underground manager or program manager leading capital projects, um, if you're section lead, head of department, um, those sort of middle tiers, I-, I think you need to be within two to three levels maximum, probably better two levels or one level below the GM, right?
0: Yeah. Tech services superintendent. That uh, sounds like a good yeah, one. Reporting. Yeah. That's two levels, bloody. If yeah, you yeah. essentially, if you're looking after people,
1: yeah, yeah. If you're looking after a good sized team, and you've got some complexity, and in particular, if you if you've got to really drive some projects and some change, and there's a lot of stakeholders, uh, this is definitely for you, right? Oh,
0: Jesus Christ, mate! I am nearly tempted myself. To whack the credit card on and do this one as well and get a second MBA, <laughs> Jeez. a job operator with two MBAs that'd yeah, be or we, an MBA and well, a um, half mate, since it's a mini straight right, to Guinness
1: lo- Guinness Book of record gl- Records lock it
0: lock it that'd lock it in
1: yeah that yeah. would lock it in yeah right
0: well ours and what what dates are we talking so you said it's starting in a few weeks yeah
1: so the, the course will open as far as the the gates to the course content will open on the thirty first of May and we're gonna have uh, it looks like we're gonna have a two week um, opening window to let everyone just get in there, get used to the content, do the first couple of modules, and we'll, we'll really get going. Um, it'll be whatever it is about 12 days after that with the first big coaching call. So it's only a few weeks away, mate. So that,
0: well, geez, isn't it convenient <clears throat> we had this yarn? Now? Isn't it amazing? And lucky, lucky yep. we bloody got amazing. it in before it started. Because, like, look, if we did it in June, it'd be fucking pointless. But it pointless. just, hey, the, the coincidences just um, keep rolling for the
1: day. But we will still have had the idea of the life of my university. That, that you know, that would have still oh. come up. So,
0: mate, there's always, always get brilliant things coming out of conversations with you. Um, <laughs> look, te- testament, uh, like you just never know what you're going to be doing the next day after chatting to greg i've figured <laughs> unbelievable mate well i'm excited so i'm going to chuck up oh bloody flood the world of social media well this would be more of a linkedin but hey like, yeah, look if you're on it. facebook and see this so i'm going to flood it with the uh the life of mine affiliate link um and look I'll, we'll tell you in advance, if you get a mini MBA, you will get favourable acceptance in the Life of Mine University when it does become established.
1: I like it. Yeah, I think if, if that is the case, um, when we get Life of Mine University going, what that means then is they get like a, a career, di- like a lifetime discount code to Life of Mine University. Oh, That's what they should do, right? That's fair enough. If they're going to do that, you'd do that for them, oh, wouldn't
0: you? Oh, It'd be rude not to, mate, and look, <laughs> but I think the demand's going to be that high. It's just going to be over, yeah. overwhelmed by applicants. Overwhelmed. So, yeah. look, we've got it. Look, Let's get, look, get your mini MBA first, everyone. Uh, we'll work on the life of mine uni after that. Course is yet to be determined. But mm. uh, look, mate, this sounds unreal. It sounds like a bit of a, uh, whoa, what would you say, a Pi- bit of a pioneering exercise, a bit of a, well, a game changer yeah. for the many industries, I'd say. Why
1: not? Let's give it a go.
0: But game changer for individuals mm. thinking, um, like you, like we're essentially saying you can look. I did a four year, a two year MBA and got fuck all out of a fifty grand. Let's not lie. Yeah. Uh, look, you can get the same out of a fifty grand course as you can out of twelve weeks with uh, for two grand US, mine as a discount card. this is what we're saying, exactly. I reckon, and but look, and because what I, what I figured from mine, the reason I got bugger all out of it is because I didn't apply myself. And I was like by the end of it I wasn't that interested. So it's nothing to do with mm. the course. It's like you can you can get whatever content you want. But if you want to get something out of something you will get get what you want if you apply yourself. But it sounds like what you've got what you've got established with the bloody collaboration and as you said, all the fantastic new technology with Microsoft Teams and Zoom mm. and, and everything. It's uh look, it's bloody the opportunities are endless.
1: Mate, it is going to make a difference, I guarantee you. And I think one of the things that I loved about this was it, it's always hard to take your career into your own hands. Like, you know, I, I've got to say career ownership precedes career victory. But it's pretty Just hard. Write that,
0: write that down, everyone. <laughs>
1: write that. That
0: could be a T-shirt.
1: <laughs> um, but you, you know what, mate? That's pretty hard if a course costs 50 grand.
0: Well it's right. in the back of your head the whole time, yeah. isn't
1: it? Yeah, it is. You're like, I've got to do that course, but it's too much, right? Uh, but yeah. this is this has got to be the the bridging course for you to work out if I can lead the change and get the track record, then when I get to those really top levels, I'm hitting, you know, the, the head of department heading towards GM level, then you can say, Well, let's go and do it, because I really love the the corporate life. I really love the big the big stuff. And then you're set, right? But this is the one in between. You know what? what? Mate, we're going to have people on this course who have done MBAs already, and they're coming back and saying, oh, "I actually need something more practical."
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, look, are we, are, we hand, are you handing out certificates at the end? Uh, of what, what are, oh what yeah. we got plaques. A, what do we got?
1: Yeah, no, we get a certificate. You put up on the wall and put, and you'll get a little thing you can put on LinkedIn too to say, "I've completed the mini MBA in leading performance teams."
0: Mate, mate. Oh, I reckon. Look, if we fail in bloody. Selling MBAs or universities or bloody podcasts, mate. Like just gen- general sales. Like <laughs> you could not. We could be coaching sales teams soon. You and I with this. Um, the, like what we've executed today, I reckon yep. it's top notch. i I'm, I'm, I'm nearly wanting to buy what I'm selling. Mate, I've just had an me? email
1: saying people are buying, but this isn't even live yet.
0: Oh, it's like uh tele it's like telepathically bloody like yeah. We're, yeah, we're going into the matrix here. So mate, well I'm excited. That sounds unbelievable. Awesome, mate. And uh look, really thank thanks for giving me the no opportunity worries, to talk to bit. Mate, it's of, great to, to great sell, it in out out, sell it in sell it in my unique style, mm-hmm. which we yet to be determined is successful or not, but mm-hmm. I reckon it
1: will be. It will be mate. So guys, chiefmaker.com forward slash life of mine. And um, then put in. Make sure when you're in there, um, put in the discount code Life of Mine on the and where it says coupon code.
0: And and that that Life of Mine uh, coupon code applies to other stuff as well in the shop. Yeah. Is that yeah, right?
1: actually, I've just I've just made it general for the whole academy because um, that'll that'll send you to the Chief Macro Academy that link and any course in there. If you put in that code, you'll get a discount, ten percent discount.
0: I think if you actually and when you put in that code, there's a message that pops up. Saying, "Uh, get ready to be as good as Graeme Crew." So <laughs> yeah, what, that's um essentially what you're going to get out of this mini MBA. If you want to be as good as Gu- Graeme Crew, do a mini MBA through the Chief Maker.
1: Nice, nice. Oh, mate, I can't beautiful. wait for him to listen to this. He's going to get, oh. he's just going to laugh his head off.
0: Oh, <clears> uh, if only I had a bloody affiliate code for mentioning Graeme Crew so much, I'd make a bloody fortune <laughs> off this Golden Star <laughs> Resources mob. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate well it's been a bloody right, absolute no, awesome, pleasure mate. catching yeah. up uh look and congratulations on getting something together that oh, is essentially going to be a game changer yeah. and uh look as i said everyone have a listen to the inner chief podcast greg layton's podcast as i said the one that oh look it inspired me for podcasting it's uh one of, it's top notch and look as you said, interview CEOs only. You want to hear the big dogs of Australia? Listen to the Inner Chief podcast.
1: No, you're a legend, mate. Good to chat,
0: mate. Fantastic. Uh, look, look forward to key Look forward to hearing how many bloody applicants. Uh, look, you're going to let me know. Signs up with the life of mine oh, code. I'm thinking 150, yeah, 200, 200, 200. Oh. It'd be a couple hundred. I'll, I'll release them. <laughs> I'll share the badges. Of uh, Yeah. No Beautiful. Nice. Right. Thank All you, Greg. Yeah,
1: All no the worries. best.
0: Great chatting, mate. Yep, yeah, Good man. See you soon. See so, you, mate.